CFYLP is sponsored by CapturedPrey.com. Visit CapturedPrey.com today for all your import and third-party Transformers needs and save even more through the Captured Prey Loyalty Program. You can also save on shipping on domestic orders of $150 or more. See website for details. CapturedPrey.com. Great toys, great prices, great service. Mega Toy Fan. Maximize your collection with Megatoyfan.com for all your vintage toy needs. You can also find Mega Toy Fan at popular robot and toy conventions year-round. Minimize your costs and maximize your collection with Megatoyfan.com. Transformers for your listening pleasure, TFYLP for short. Join us and discuss the latest in Transformers fandom. Now, where did I put that chorus star? Ratchet, will you take the chorus star? Transformers, defenders of truth, robots who fight in disguise. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Transformers for your listening pleasure, TFYLP, episode number 231. Recorded January 28th, 2017, I am your host, Ron Land, a.k.a. Weird Wolf. Along with me this evening is Headmaster Don. Hey, everybody. Jackal. Hey, everybody. And Maroney Prime. And his mic is not muting, uh, not working. <laughs> wow, hi. There we, there we are. go. <laughs> yeah, but whatever Drawn told you about me. Probably true. It yeah. it usually oh. is. Yeah. Yeah. Sadly. <laughs> Sadly I had the wrong true. Button there. That was that was my bad. Yeah. I, I thought I thought there for a moment you were trying to mime or something. You know, it's like Yeah. Oh it, oh, it is, awesome career. As, as if as if he's not bad enough speaking, now we got a whole episode full of mime. Yeah. Just call it just call it mime time. A mime is a terrible thing to waste, I'll have you know. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Face plums galore. Yes. yes. So, you know, tonight we're going to be talking a little bit about uh, if you uh, if you our the, favorite subject. Yes. If you were on the uh, Facebook group, uh, the TFYLP Facebook group, a short while ago, I gave a little heads up to uh, what we're uh, going to be talking about tonight. We're going to uh, since this is the tenth anniversary year. God, I can't believe it's been 10 oh years. Oh, my God, I know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> it's been 10 years since the 2007 movie uh, franchise started. Uh, 7707. Uh, I remember, I, I, matter of fact, I think I still got one of the magnets. I do. My, mine's <laughs> on my refrigerator. I still have it. Yeah, my, my girlfriend, she's got, a, got one of the magnets on her fridge. But it's... I remember they had them, one of the bot cons, they had, uh, I think it was the one in Lexington, they had like stacks and stacks of them, they just giving them yeah. out, you know. I've, I've, I've got the I've got the Decepticon one on my refrigerator, holding up a, uh, a picture of my niece and my nephews. Um, and it was uh, just, it was just the, the logo, and uh, below it had uh, 747, 
and uh, I, I thought that was funny when when, when they uh, when they had the the uh, original date because it's in like seven forty seven like a jet. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then they pushed it back a day uh, due to oh, I guess right. uh, fan, yeah. fan demand, and then uh, the local theaters in my area uh, up around uh, at the time I was living in Terre Haute, they pushed it back not only to a midnight showing on the second. Then they pushed it back four more hours. So when I saw the premiere of the first movie, I saw it at 8 p.m. on the second, like two days early. Huh, nice. So epic mm. win. Yeah. I remember seeing it on opening night. It was, uh, I remember a packed house, and I was just so giddy. I was with my ex at the time, and, yeah, uh, we, we went and saw it, and, and, uh, I'll never forget hearing that transformer sound the very first time, you know. Yeah. But you know, I think in in in, in retrospect, I don't recall uh, hearing it in the uh, in the Blu-ray or DVD. I don't. I'm not sure if it's there. Uh, blackout when when he transformed. Yeah, yeah. Whenever he transformed. Uh, but I remember a packed house. But fast forward to uh, Age of Extinction. Uh, I went to the midnight showing here. Uh, and uh, I was the only person in the theater to see it that night. <laughs> I had the entire theater to myself to see mm-hmm. Age of Extinction on its opening night here in my home or in my town here. Uh, but um, yeah, I mean the the live action movies are they've had their triumphs, they've had their failures. We're going to talk a little bit about those tonight. We're going to talk about. Uh, the toys, some of the great toys that's that's come about, some of the not so great toys that's come about, um, you know, uh, and some of the things that we we kind of wish that we would get a hold of, um, or that we could have gotten. Uh, and I, I want to thank Don for uh, uh, for suggesting this topic in the uh, in the uh, in our private group there. Um, I was kind of at a loss to what we might be talking about tonight and and he posed it up there and i'm like you know it it's kind of good we need to start talking about some live action movie things because 10 years guys 10 years 10 freaking years well i got i i just got to thinking that the closer we get to the release of the movie and the closer we get to the anniversary everybody's going to be so drowning in movie news jumping ahead of that might be a little bit more interesting now versus when it could get lost in the shuffle closer to the movie release yeah yeah i'm sure we'll talk a little bit more about it around the actual release of uh, the last night uh but you know for for time being you know i I think we there's there's plenty of things that we can talk about um i want to say hi to everybody that's uh uh, watching us live right now on uh, on YouTube, uh, Tekatron, Night Swords, uh, Nebet Seda. Uh, hi, uh, hi everybody! Uh, if you hi. have any comments or questions, feel free to uh, uh, pose them in the uh, live chat or uh, tweet them at TFYLP. I'm monitoring the Twitter account, and I can actually show those on screen. Uh, so if you tweet us at TFYLP, I can. Uh, we might talk about those on the sc- on uh, on the show. Also, uh, I also have the Facebook group pulled up, um, and uh, the top pin post is the current episode. And if you comment in that, we may talk about that also on the show. Um, I want also 
I'm not going, I'm going back into the also's. <laughs> uh, I want to talk about our sponsors, CapturePrey.com. Great toys, great prices, great service, CapturePrey.com, where you can save even more on domestic orders of $150 or more uh, with free domestic shipping. CapturePrey.com. Great toys, great prices, great service. And Mega Toy Fan. Maximize your collection while minimizing your cost with Mega Toy Fan. Uh, you can find great vintage toys at Mega Toy Fan uh, at conventions year-round, such as TFCon, uh, JoeCon, and many other uh, great conventions. So check out uh, MegatoyFan.com. Um, you know, before we go into our main topic of discussion tonight, uh, I do want to talk a little bit about this guy. Uh, so if you're watching on the YouTube version i'm holding up or listening to the audio version i'm holding up uh titan returns hot rod uh was able to get this guy uh this week i haven't seen him at retail yet but uh uh so graciously picked him up from our uh, sponsor captured prey and i was happy to see that the uh master shooter collectibles uh, master shooter bolt action uh which is the hot rods uh, or firebolt target master fits so well uh in the uh in the hand there and and it's also great in vehicle mode uh that the five millimeter clips uh clip onto the uh the exhaust pipe on the side of the arm so it clips on really nice any of you guys been able to pick this guy up uh, yeah it's one of the ones uh, that i got for uh the our secret santa uh, episode just uh, last month. Oh yeah, uh, what one, one of my favorite figures? I think he's uh, got a really fun it, transformation. It is. It, Hot Rod is actually by far one of my favorites. It's behind Power Master Prime, but uh, yeah, I absolutely love him. He's just fun. Um, honestly, I find it an improvement on the classics deluxe because our obviously articulation because it's like. The arms on that would barely like go out due to the kibble. Yeah, and I just found that a lot better. Just nailed it. But you know, you know, as good as the classics was when it came out, uh, Hot Rod was in sore need of a uh, an updated figure, and I th- I think we got a really good one here. Um, well, you know, you know it's, I'm of the camp that I I kind of liked the original classics mold. I mean, it wasn't perfect. But for I, the I time, too. I just, it, was, yeah, it was it was a great figure, and it's still great. It's just I've not, got I got four protector armors over there, and each one's got a hot rod in it. So <laughs> I had no problem with the mold either. It's just it's nice to get an update. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, and such a faithful one too. I, I'd like to see uh, the Takara take on it. I'm kind of hoping that they'll do like chrome exhaust pipes and maybe a more anime ish. Uh, color scheme, uh, but yeah, you, yeah. If you want to make yourself feel old. Just think the the uh, classics 1.0 Rodimus uh, came out 11 years ago. Now a year before wow. the movie. Wow. Yeah. I mean that, that's that's the around the same time we were still looking at uh, teasers 
of the Mars rover, wondering what the Transformers would actually look like. <laughs> Little did we oh, know that yeah. they would look like a fallen box of knives. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Um, Revenge of the fallen box of knives. Uh, Tecatron on YouTube, he said, he's saying that uh, retail there, uh, where he's at, is still wave one and two deluxes. Around here, I, all I see is, like, mind wipes everywhere. Yeah. I mean... I- I bought I the only got, like, new stuff by me. I bought I the only all. Go ahead. Oh, sorry, I mean, go ahead. Oh, uh, I was gonna say I still have pretty much new stuff around me. I I mean the only figure I haven't found at all is Wolfwire. Everybody else I found but him. Mm. Uh, check your Walgreens if you got if you got in Walgreens. They're they're pricey, but you no, know, that's probably yeah, a, I got that's two a of them. I check them when I can, but I still couldn't find them. There, there's there's thing. one Wolf Wire in stock at my local Kmart. Wow, you have a Kmart I still? See it anywhere else. Yeah, barely. It, yeah, I we still got like two. It's sad looking, actually. But yeah, uh, I was still I was at I was at my Kmart today, as a matter of fact, and for the first time since before Christmas, they got in new Transformers, and it was the uh, R.I.D. wave with uh, the uh, the new molds with. Uh, no oh, combiner force. Yeah, oh. storm shot, storm shot, and uh, blast charge. Blast charge. No, uh, the the one that's yeah, the, the one that's gonna be blood. The bludgeon redeco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Storm I, shot is off. If you get a chance, you get storm shot. He's I've, really I've cool. seen it in person. It is pretty nice looking, although hollow and simple. <laughs> but he looks great. <laughs> um. But yeah, I I actually got a uh, Toys R Us gift card uh, for uh, Christmas, uh, for a twenty five dollar gift card, and I've been waiting to go to Toys R Us so I can you know maybe get something there, and they restock right around the first of the year, which is surprising for uh, the Toys R Us's around here. Uh, but what was not surprising is that they were nothing but RID two uh, Combiner Force. Uh, deluxes and so they have a crap ton of those and none of the titan return stuff uh, and uh, stuff that they do is like really old yeah well, that's what, all of mine right now towards yeah, I, I uh i mentioned this on i mentioned this on rfc i saw Soundwave for the first time in the wild this week and that's the first sound wave i've ever seen in the wild uh, and some stores still have, uh, like my local Walmart, still has uh, has uh, Armada oh, Megatron on the shelf. Oh, my Target oh, wow. still has Skywarp. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I, I saw Soundwave as well as a uh, Target here in Indy, and uh, it was actually yeah. the, the same time I picked up the Kickback. Yeah, and, uh, and my and my Toys R Us got uh, got its first restock since before Christmas of Prime and Blaster. That's the first time, and they got one case in, and they just got restocked for the first time of Alpha Trion and Astro Train. Now I, I've been seeing uh, different uh, different posts, uh, people finding uh, Titans Return Blaster for about twenty five bucks at some different places. I'm I've not nowhere, I'm nowhere not around me. I would never get that lucky at, at Walmart. <laughs> um, I'm not I'm not found it for that price myself at Walmart or any of the, the major retailers. Uh, but there's a uh, there's a, a, a local shop uh, around here called Disc Replay, and the one in uh, Avon also happens to uh, sell various toys, uh, you know, the, the different uh, pop figures and, and things like that, as well as like the DVDs and games. 
and uh, they actually had uh, they had uh, Alpha Trion and they had Blaster, and they, I, I was able to get Blaster for about twenty seven bucks. Oh wow! Wow! So. Uh, and also, just to let uh, all of our listeners know, I tweeted this out earlier in the week, but uh, when last time I stopped by my local Walmart, they uh, the tag was there, and the, the, the Megatron wasn't there at the time, so it must have been floating around the store. But apparently, they've they've marked down leader class figures to like thirty nine dollars. That's huh. not much of a so, down still. <laughs> no, but yeah. well, it's you know, bucks. it's it's five bucks. Hopefully, it'll still be that price when the, when the six shots start to hit. That's, that's the price of a Titan. Please, please yeah. let it be that price. I, I, I tell you what, it gets my goat every time I go into Walmart and I see a, a red clearance tag on it, and you see uh, re- or clearance price was, is like thirty nine ninety nine. Original price thirty nine ninety nine. Yeah. yeah. It's, it, it's ploy marketing. It's, you see a red tag, and you automatically think you're getting a, a deal. Well, well, actually, no. Sometimes it's basically, uh, you know, I've, I've worked retail a lot. Sometimes what it is is basically towards the, towards the holidays because we did this when I was with other companies. Um, the stuff is getting pushed to the floor so much, so you're you're stickering it because the stuff gets moved around by both customers and associates. So you just sticker everything so that way everyone knows the price without having to hunt down a scanner because everything gets moved around so much. So sometimes it's a matter of does it have labels? Yes. Put a you know sticker it so people know how much it is. So sometimes it's really just because that's what's in the gun. Well, I'm talking about uh, stuff in the clearance aisle. <laughs> oh, oh, I got but, you. Uh, I got you. You know, uh, you you brought up another thing too, uh, stickers. Uh, I don't know if anybody was able to pick up any of these. The uh, the official Titan Return stickers uh, from the Hasbro Asia uh, Titan Returns figures. Uh, this one here has Blaster and Sound, uh, Sound Blaster and Soundwave, uh, Dark Moon and Astral Train, uh, Wolfwire, Highbrow, Chrome Dome, Mindwipe, and Alpha Trion. And I've applied Mindwipe, I've applied uh, Wolfwire, and Highbrow. And uh, Wolfwire, the Weird Wolf. It really didn't do a whole lot for it, honestly. Um, I, it's it, it added some nice red accents, but Mind Wipe and Highbrow are phenomenally better, in my opinion. Um, I don't have Sound Soundwave or Sound Blaster. Uh, I plan on getting a Soundwave eventually. Um, Dark Moon and Astral Train. I want the uh, the Takara version because of the anime color scheme. And then I guess as soon as I get done with this sheet, I still need to apply Stylor and, or uh, Chrome Dome. But, Jim, uh, since you got bought my Alpha Trion, I'll probably send you the remainder of the sheet for with Alpha Trions on it. Oh, but I, I do want to state you. that I'm a little bit pissed at these, uh, mainly because they are not really cut all that well. And the ones that are cut are overcut. I don't know if you can see, but... They literally cut all the way through the sheet. So you're trying to remove the sticker from the sheet, and it removes the back, too. And the back also happens to have the instructions. And it's not directly behind the figure that you are trying to sticker. So if you haven't stickered the one that you are removing the back from, leaves you big gapping holes going, I wonder where the hell this sticker is supposed to go. (laughs) So, yeah. Uh... Uh, big it's, fail there. Yeah, so uh, that that's an execution failure, I believe. Yeah. There, but then there's some that are undercut, and I don't know if you can see this on the the thing. Uh, there's a couple of them on Wolfwire. Uh, 
this one right here was not even cut on one side and it's one of the ear stickers and yeah it it drove me mad and then of course the sticker instructions on the back if it wasn't bad enough that you have gaping holes trying to figure out where they're going uh they're also the gray on gray uh instructions so it's not very clear as to where most of them go and uh the one on wolfwire uh the the two big stickers I thought it looks like they go on the shoulder, on the back of the shoulder, but I couldn't find a, a, a nice place, nice flat place where they would fit. And I hate stickers that curl over edges. Yeah. So, uh, I really hate that. OCD every time that happens. But, um, and you guys have worth, any uh, if, if you end up getting those sets, it might be worth uh, taking and uh, putting the sticker or the instructions on a, maybe a flatbed scanner and scanning them before you go peeling any of the stickers off, just just in case. Yeah, that's that's true. Yeah. Now I don't. I'm not much of a sticker or or or. I might throw an. I might you know if it comes with if it comes with labels, I might throw an Autobot or Decepticon sticker on there. Or if it's or if the sticker is some important deco that like breaks up. Like if I had Metroplex, I definitely want to sticker it up to. Uh, break up that swath of white on the chest. Just that all that white plastic. I would have definitely either bought the bought the toy hacks labels or done something along those lines. But I'm just not much of a sticker. It's just I kind of like the figures as they are. But again, it just depends on the character. And you know, I wanted to buy like the the the, the repo label for Alternators Wheeljack, but that was way above my. my my skill level so i thought i'll just set them on the shelf i'm i'm one of those people that i I love stickering i mean sometimes if you know a well stickered bot just looks good if you if you take your time take a take an exacto knife or some tweezers or something other take your time and place the stickers right they look good that's what I did with the Encore Fort Max. I'm like, I'm just going to use a pair of tweezers, try to be careful, take my time, and he looks really good. Yeah. I mean, and that's my opinion. I mean, uh, now I hate stickers that, excuse me, uh, that wear. I mean, you can get an old G1, and, um, you know, if it's been played uh, played well with, then the stickers tend to get a little ratty and faded and, scarred up and that's that is a downside but you know as a collector i've got figures that i've had more than 10 years that i've stickered and you know like from some of my reissues and i transform them so infrequently and they stay on display the stickers stay pretty well mint you know so um uh, yeah, Technotron says that- if you like stickering, I'd love Titan Returns Fort Max. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have do I do have Generations Metroplex, so I have I have an idea of what that's like. Um, it's like ninety nine <laughs> stickers for that guy. <laughs> yeah, that, that might take quite a while, especially if you're a sticker stickler. Well, I, I'm one of those that I'll sit there and I'll you know I'll take it I'll put it on the end of an Exacto knife and I'll I'll line it up and you know I'll, yeah you know I'll, pretty much I'll I'll, I'll, I'll test the placement of it and then if i need to float it over i mean just just one of these titan returns deluxes would take me anywhere from a half hour to an hour to apply the stickers to where i'm satisfied with them yeah i, um, I wouldn't have that kind of patience unfortunately <laughs> but you know i that's 
that's just me. You know, I, I, I'll, I think it's part of the fun, uh, adds to the fun of the toy. Uh, but you know, that was actually, uh, um, I got this actually uh, from our sponsor, Capture Prey. They're they're available on the Capture Prey website. I think they're about eight bucks. Uh, I actually got this one. Uh, we uh, we installed a display in uh, the Zone Comics here in uh, Louisville. Uh, and if you are in the Louisville area, uh, if you live here or if you are passing through, uh, find the Zone Comics in uh, Oxmoor. Uh, or in that uh, in that area, uh, it's up up off of uh, Hubbard's Road, uh, the Zone Comics, uh, great little sh uh, shop there. Go in and say hi to Dan. Uh, check out the uh, uh, Moon Base for Capture Prey. You can actually buy uh, Capture Prey products in there. And right now, you can actually see the production sample of Maki Toys Devil Stinger, which is the uh, third party their version of Black Zarek. Uh, which and is, it, yeah, brutal. it is phenomenal and gigantic, and it, it is it is on display in a nice, pretty lit case that we put together. Uh, nice in the uh, in the zone right now. So if, to uh, this as, day, to this day, the Zone Comics uh, it, it's it's pretty neat. But that's the only place I've ever seen a Combiner Works Skylinks in person. <laughs> only place, and they you saw it. one at Botcon. Nope. Yeah, I, I'd have bought it. <laughs> Is it the one? I, the one I picked up for for the Zone Comics? I picked up for uh, a buddy of mine, uh, Asquin from the Allspark, and I was going to pick up another for my for myself when we actually got to the show. Mm -hmm. I never saw one at the show. I'm pretty just sure like, I saw like one I, there. Just like I never saw Hound, I ended up having to buy yours. Yeah. Did you ever fix that head? By the way. Yes. Yes. Oh. I did. Took, it took some finagling, but I was able to get it off there, and I, I took a little piece of sandpaper and just kind of went in the circle and kind of sanded it down a bit uh, on the on the little ball joint. So uh, so so you popped the head off and then you rubbed on the on the ball just a little oh, bit. Oh no 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 no! no. <laughs> yes, yes, I did. Jeez, Don, Don is just sitting there like. And, and and now now it's a floppy mess. I'm just sitting here looking good. That's okay. <laughs> That's not hard to do when you got a gin rye over your shoulder. Yeah, and a, and a bowl of coffee. Bowl of coffee. Not over your shoulder. Yeah, when, when literally a cup just is isn't a enough. bowl of coffee. He yeah, literally coffee out of a bowl. Because when a yes. cup just isn't enough. You know, <laughs> used to until you told us that was coffee. I thought you had been eating like a bowl of cereal and we're drinking the milk out of it. <laughs> and, and then you told us, "No, that's coffee." I'm like, "Damn, Don, you and the, See, the caffeine. You you should be bouncing off the walls by the end of this podcast." Actually, actually being when I was younger, I drank so much soda. I honestly, coffee actually makes me more relaxed. So it it's just coffee does not hype me up. If you want me hyped, I'll pop a couple of Benadryl. And I will be bouncing off the walls. Benadryl isn't that supposed to like calm you down? I'm the exact I was about opposite. To say. I'm the exact opposite. Benadryl will hype me up and make me. I'll be like Fry after that hundred cup of coffee. I'll be <laughs> vibrating through other dimensions at that point. <laughs> I remember that episode. That was funny. Yeah, Mike Boyle. He just commented, and, I'm, uh, and I do remember seeing it. BBTS did in fact have Skylinks at Botcon. That's where I yep. saw it at. He. Uh, it was I think he the, was. 
Must think, have been before I got there. But I think they were 40, I think. Wow. I, I didn't I didn't price one since I already had one, but yeah. For a Voyager. Come on. And, well, and it, the pro, well the pro, well the problem was they they probably had to scour every source they had just to get some. And so heck, sure. I've only saw I've only I've seen three in the wild, two were at Ross. And I have not was, seen any in the wild at all. I had to get mine through BBTS. Yeah. Yeah, two yeah, two were at Ross. One was at my uh, at me comics in Greensboro, North Carolina. Uh, Jermaine Jermaine had picked up one through Diamond, and that was it. Wow, yeah, that's, that's that's not real fair. We don't have a Ross up here in Indy. We've got uh, we've got Marshalls and we've got TJ Maxx. Now yeah, we got uh, TJ Maxx. Now uh, to all of our listeners, uh, Rob Clay on RFC Murphy Cybertron found Year of the Monkey Optimus Primal the recut the primal <laughs> the the primal prime recolors. Of uh, that that uh, air attack Optimus from RID, mm-hmm. uh, they were found in store at Ross's for like thirteen bucks, wasn't it? No, no. Well, some places, but most places, it's like forty bucks. Still. Yeah, yeah, yeah oh. exactly. So, but I mean, I got I got that toy at thirty thirty eight forty. I like it for that price. If you can find it without paying shipping. It's a it's a really, it's a great toy if you don't if you don't have the original the uh, original air attack the one version. One weird thing about that I don't know if you've seen the video it's on it's on the internet somewhere, but there oh, is a there is a they have replaced one of the sound effects on the Year of the Monkey Primal, and it's hmm. some little Chinese ditty. It's like a tink <laughs> tink a tink a tink a tink tink a tink. I didn't know what it was, but it's something. Apparently, it has something to do with Year of the Monkey. I, I don't know, but check yeah. it out. It's on there somewhere. Just Google it somewhere. Huh. At least it's not symbols clashing together. You know, <laughs> uh, maybe maybe there's a Year of the Cat, and it's one of those little <laughs> great something else that can hurt me. Yeah, <laughs> uh, maybe they'll they'll make Year of the Cat out of Supreme Class Cheetor. <laughs> Yes, still gotta so, get that signed. Uh, anyway, <laughs> the less we talk about Supreme Cheetor, the better off everybody is. But Supreme Class Cheetor is awesome. Uh, it may, 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 maybe in Mirror Mirror World, and, and, and he has a goatee. Maybe <laughs> I'd be okay with that. You can draw one on there with a sharpie. There you go. No, the toilet may break. <laughs> is it that fragile? It, it, it's not. It's not what you call the most sturdiest of uh, structures. <laughs> well, you know, speaking about fragile, uh, you know, I think it's to uh, time to move on about ruining our childhoods and talking <laughs> about the live action movies. Uh, back in two thousand seven, you know, I, I I think back and I'm like, you know, like we said at the top of the show, I still can't believe it's been ten years. Yep. Since these movies first yeah. started coming out, and I remember how jazzed I was about the prospect yeah. of live. Yeah, you saw what I did there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Live action Transformers on the screen. I, and then we saw what we got. Now, now, truth be told, <laughs> the the first movie was not all that bad, in my opinion. It's it's my favorite one of the bunch. Yeah, uh, the first movie favorite. is 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 my favorite. Yeah. Um, yeah. did you have, was you going to say something, Jim? Hmm? Oh, you was just kind of 
ducking out there. No, no, I, I was listening. Oh, I thought okay. you were going to say something. You just I can. Would you like me to? Oh yeah, go ahead. Oh the uh, anyway. <laughs> No, the, uh, the 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 first film, you know, like, like you were saying, you know, it was neat to finally see, you know, our favorite robots in disguise, you know, in in, uh, in, in I, I guess you can almost say in, in living metal, you know, finally on the big screen, you know, uh, live action. It, it was a, it was a new thing. <clears throat> Pardon me. And uh, you know, in a lot of ways, this movie helped innovate uh, a lot of things that would be used in, in later films, you know, like we see in like Pacific Rim and and, and Avengers and all that. Um, and we, and it was just really neat to finally see it. You know, hear Peter Cullen's voice uh, come out of the, you know that that semi after that prolonged transformation sequence. You know, it was it was, it was just unreal. You know, and it, really, you know, you'd be thirty, thirty five years old, however old, you felt like a kid again. You're sitting there, and when his voice, you know, when he starts to speak and introduces himself, you're right there, four years old in a blanket. You know, Saturday morning bowl of cereal all over again. I was thirty-one was cool. years old. <laughs> I was thirty-six. As I'm thirty-three now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was thirty-one years old when that movie came out. God, I'm old. Gee, I know thanks. I was, I was a solid wee lad, of only about maybe five foot nothing, but now I'm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, well, that was actually normal compared to other people. That's, that's tall for elementary school. Yeah, but I, I'll say I'll say one thing, uh, and I think this is something that I wanted to address when we, before we got started about everything. The movies are probably one of the most divisive segments of the Transformer fandom out there, even probably more so than Kiss players. <laughs> that's yes. saying, that's that's saying I can agree with that. Which, which, um, which was also around ten years ago, wasn't it? So, uh, but I mean, whether you, maybe a little before, whether you like the movies or hate the movies or whatever the case may be, I think one thing one thing that needs to be said is that I do not think the Transformers would have the presence it does nowadays, and we as older fans would have the toys that we're getting nowadays without the revenue generated by the movies. Absolutely. Uh, you know, so I, 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 I will not just, disagree with that in any way, shape, or form. Because us getting an because if you had told me ten years ago we're going to have an entire line of basically headmasters or an entire line of combiners or even all the waves of generation and universe leading up to that, well, uh, I'll be uh, you know I'll you know kind of pause there for a moment, Don. I'll okay. I'll defer with you on that aspect. I think the reason that we have uh, a whole line of headmasters and uh, you know uh, straight up homages like Titan Returns and Combiner Wars and everything, not necessarily as a direct result of the movies, but more or less a uh, changing of the guard at Hasbro. I mean, uh, the right. whole well, whole mindset true. that they were uh, they had there. I mean, we know from what Rick said that they you know they had a whole different mindset. Uh, this this crew that's in there now are doing things that they were they were to- either told not to do or didn't want to do uh, just you know a couple of years ago. So, yeah. um, but as far as the sheer number of toys we got, yeah, I think we could yeah uh, and, and attribute that and I'm things. just 
and I'm just thinking due to the amount of influx, the capital coming in, we're getting these bigger, we got the bigger characters we've gotten, you know, we got Metro play. I'm not, again, I'm not saying there's a direct correlation, but I'm saying all these, all this money, all this revenue coming in, all these people coming into the fandom, people, people that have grown up and drifted out that have come back in all of that is a cumulative effect. I believe is what we're seeing here with, you know, uh, we're getting an overlord figure of after after Sky Shadow comes out eventually. We're getting a we're getting a Trypticon. We've gotten Metroplex. So for I'm I'm just saying this because even if you hate the movies and you have every right to like or hate them, I think their impact cannot be denied. Kind of like what we said for Beast Wars. Beast Wars could pretty much be saved as saving the franchise at that point. I think the movies. It, it, contributed a lot of that to what we have now well it's uh, the movie sucked in a lot more people uh either that used to be a fan of the franchise or sucked them in to be fans of the franchise uh mm-hmm. because there are uh, there are collectors out there that that's all they collect is movie lines mm-hmm. uh you know i mean that's how know, i started out yeah and the and the movies are their generation one mm-hmm so in in thirty years you're going to get the Blu-ray hyper extended six hour version of the 2007 movie mm. or whatever the case you know I don't think there's that much footage. <laughs> uh, you know, Night Sword but, said something. Said, "Remember, Don, the movies exist simply because of the money Armada made." <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I think I was in a parallel universe there for a second. Um, but you know, let's 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 kind of talk about um, you know where the movies have gone since the first movie. I mean, we got the first movie, and I think we can all be in general consensus. It was not exactly up to what we expected, but it was not necessarily a disappointment. Uh, in yeah. my opinion, it also could have been a lot of us went in with expectations way too high, yeah. and uh, champagne wishes and, and, and caviar dreams of G one, yeah, and, and, and nothing fan wank, and it, exactly. that didn't happen. You know, yeah, it's it just what what we had the the mind cannon, the head cannon we had of what this we were thinking it's going to be a live version of the eighty six movie. This epic, huge scope, nope. and we what we got was good. But again, first movie of any franchise what we got was is going to have some pissing issues. on a Secret Service guy. Yeah, um, but <laughs> the Secret Service guy was fun. Yeah, uh, and we had Peter Cullen. Uh, so I mean, you know, it's it. I, my favorite part is when Sam meets the rest of the audience. That that little that's my favorite clip. Is when they're driving down that back alley and Prime rolls up and that whole exposition exposition that that did bring a tear a slight <laughs> that, tear to my eye that big word no yeah so exposition that's, yeah thank you <laughs> that's my favorite part of the movie uh, because Sorry. you get to see all the characters I, I wish they had taken one thing from the cartoons and each character would have gotten like a a scene by itself transforming like for Cybertron, you know, you, everyone had animated this one great epic 
transformation sequence that they would they, they would pull out from time to time where it's just that one character in the the tunnel you know transforming i kind of wish they had done that for the 07 movie so you could focus because my big the one problem i have with all the movies and this is probably because of my eyesight i have trouble following what's happening on the screen shaky game re- well not just that but there's so much detail on, on these figures I didn't even realize Prime had gotten stabbed in Revenge of the Fallen until after I saw him fall down and was able to pee. It was just, it was moving so fast. There was so much detail and so much motion. I couldn't follow what was happening until Prime had already been, you know, he's fallen and he can't get up. What happened? Oh, he got stabbed, you know. You know, I'm I'm literally having to backtrack in my head on what happened because it was, now it did get better. You know, uh, Dark of the Moon and Age of Extinction. I didn't have near those pro- like, like the fights in the Age of Extinction with Hound and them fighting in China. I could follow the motion a lot better because it wasn't quite as herky jerky, super close up, and you have no sense of of your view. But that's the one thing I wish they would have done was focus on just the transformations for each character, so you can get an idea of what's going on with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm just not a fan of the shaky cam personally pretty much yeah that one really threw me off it sometimes sometimes it kind of gave me a little bit of uh, motion sickness I, i'll be honest uh you know especially if you go into a packed theater and you have to sit up close i'm not one of those that likes to sit up really close to the, uh, the screen but if you have to sit up real close and you got all that shaky cam on there it it does it messes with my with my uh uh yeah my equilibrium. Well, <laughs> well, well, the first. Well, I, I went. I was afraid of that when I saw Dark of the Moon. I saw it in 3D, which was my first 3D movie ever. Oh. And I was afraid with my with the way my eyes work. You know, that would have been like you know dizzy or something. And I wasn't. I really enjoyed. So, the, the, surprisingly, the 3D doesn't bother me at all. Uh, matter of fact, my yeah. TV in there is 3D, and it doesn't bother me at all. But. uh I like the you know I like the 07 movie. I think I think it has some strong moments. I think it has some some uh, not so strong moments. Um, it has Bernie Mac? It's always yes. Mi- 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 <laughs> hey, Bernie. 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 I absolutely Bernie. love that part. Yeah, Missy Bernie. Uh, you know, but I think the sequel is where you again the sequel had its own Sorry, issues, God. but. Whew. Well, I think the sequel wasn't that during written during the writer strike. Yeah, that yeah that was and it was issues. The, you know, I, I almost excuse the the problems with the uh, with uh, Revenge of the Fallen. I, 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 it's really not an excuse, but in a way, it is. Um, it is to why but there were still elements that so bad, like yeah, yeah like de- devastators um, balls attachments. That's probably yeah, that the really, thing I will not excuse from Revenge of the Fallen. Yeah, because, that. I mean, that that was like, I hate to say this, but it was kind of the low-hanging fruit. Yeah. That, yeah. Or know, the, whole, the whole mud flaps and skids. Yeah, yeah, because no amount of no amount of problem with writing or them trying to write in those kind of conditions excuses the fact of what kind of made it to the screen and was created in by 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 the by the computer animators 
or the voice actors for now, those characters. That <laughs> that bad writing or now, writing I, I, issues does not translate into those kind of characters and those kind of moments. I, I will say this about uh, Skids and Mudflap, the, the twins. What we got as far as their personalities uh, and all and the, the, the vulgar humor, I think that was over the top. Yeah. However, they are some of my favorite designs uh, from Revenge of the Fallen. I absolutely adore, and I wish... The asymmetrical <clears throat> faces and... Right. I would have liked it better wish, if the faces had been more normal. Well, that's, that's part of the part of the fun. <clears throat> Pardon me. <laughs> I, I wish... Uh, there must have been a bone in that iced tea. I don't know. Uh, that we would have gotten the uh, that that team how they were originally intended to have three members. I mean, because that, that's that's why uh, Skids has a giant uh, right arm and Mudflap a giant left arm. Is there originally a team of three? The third one was going to be a smart car with an itty bitty pinhead, and they were going to be a combiner. Where did you and, read this? I, this is the first I've heard of this. Yeah, that same thing. I've, I've never heard it's, of this. It's documented. You can Sources. check the 2005 boards, all spark and all that. Wow. Uh, TF Wiki even. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was going to be a, a spark car. But that, that idea was scrapped uh, late in the show. But they, they kept the, the, the twins with the, with their huge arms. Uh, yeah, he was going to have just, just a teeny, teeny tiny head on him is, was, was the thing. And... Uh, Kind of like, uh, kind of like I, how they, they scrapped uh, the third RC uh, RC bike, uh, Elite One, yeah, I think. Let, right. Let's not let's not mention RC. That, that, let's not mention <laughs> I, RC. I love those designs. You know, I, I, it took some doing, but I was able to combine the three bikes together. I thought it was really neat. Why? Because uh, well, because they're not slavish to the, you know, two arms, two legs, regular like Japanese robot looking face like you'd see in an anime. You had these alien designs. I mean, you had like, like Demolisher. He had you know scoops for arms, but he had giant freaking wheels. And we'll, as he was we'll, going, we'll get to him, we'll get to him later. I think right. you know that's that's but one it, thing. It's so far outside the box. It, it really that's true. That's true. It, it really brought a new element to it that I thoroughly enjoyed. Well, see, that's Still one not thing sure about, about the... bouncing around like a pogo stick, though. That, that one yeah, that's that's one thing that took me a while to warm up to, uh, and I'm still not entirely sure I like it. But the the asymmetrical designs, the uh, some uh, like the most of the Decepticons, a lot of the Decepticons, not not all of them, but a lot of the Decepticons have animalistic type legs. You know, got the, the yeah. chicken leg thing going on, and I'm not really sure I, 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 I kind of like that at all, uh, but to make them different, I, you know, I've got to understand that this is not G1, this is not really anything, it's its own beast, uh, right. so why not make it entirely different? But yep. my biggest problem with the Transformers live-action movies overall is that there was so much creative license done with these it makes it begs the question what makes this transformers outside of there's robots that transform and some of the names are familiar uh they completely ignore a good portion of the source material and lore and change it to something else uh something that is you know it's it's transformers in name only 
Uh, and it, uh, a lot of people are seeing that happen right now with the uh, the Power Rangers movie that's coming out. You know, I mean, I know, I know, I'm, you know, a, a lot of people may disagree with me on this point, but I think there was so much, in my opinion, there was so much changed about the live action movies that the core being of Transformers is not truly represented in these movies. What do you guys think about that? I'm I'm glad you brought up Power Rangers as a as kind of a for instance. Because, you know, while there are a lot of similarities from the, the Heritage 93 series, you know, that, that we all uh, know and appreciate, uh, there were a lot of changes, a lot of radical changes to set it so far apart from what we were familiar with. A uh, prime example was uh, uh, Zordon, when they brought in Brian Cranston to, to, to play the new Zordon. Uh, it looks like he stuck his face into one of those uh, Walmart pin art things like you get in the toy aisle. Uh, you know, it's just like, like his, his whole face is made up of, of pins. Um, uh, heck, uh, Goldar, even. Uh, I, I follow uh, Nakia Baris, uh, who was uh, one of the Yellow Rangers, uh, the second Yellow Ranger, I believe, on uh, social media, and uh, she was even not a not a fan of Goldar's design. She was wondering what happened and uh, trying to come to terms with that. She's like that that doesn't that doesn't remind me of Goldar at all. You know, it's that's a big gold sloppy thing. Well, you know, I mean, you take the characters and change them so much. I mean, it's one thing to uh, to create. Well, let's let's use last night for example. Uh, Hot Rod. We we spoke about this on the podcast you know, way back when, whenever, uh, it was first announced. Uh, but whenever you change the design of the character, um, and you take away the core, um, the key, uh, visual cues from a character like hot rod, you know, he, he, he's generally red. He's generally got a yellow spoiler on his back and he has flames on his chest. If you want to variate that and make him a more rounded robot and and uh, or and something or, or something, make it look like a movie thing. At least give him the visual cues. Give him a spoiler on his back. Give him the red paint job and the flames on the hood. If you want to make him, like- if you want to make him a Lamborghini, then make him a Lamborghini. Uh, but I just and he doesn't even have to have the. And we've seen this in in Transformers before uh, that. You know, just because they have a, a visual cue in robot form doesn't necessarily mean they have it in the vehicle form. Uh, you know, so he could have the spoiler in robot mode. He just doesn't yeah, have a spoiler in, in vehicle mode. That uh, pretty much covers what I, was, what I was about to say right there. <laughs> yeah, um, up, up to this point with the uh, the last night uh, hot rod, you know, uh, before then, uh, the most radical departure we'd gotten from that uh, I think would have been the Energon uh, Rodimus, uh, where, where he was a semi. Uh, but even then, you know, he still had, you know, flame uh, paint deco. He still had a spoiler. It wasn't yellow, but it, it was still a spoiler on, on the back of the cab. So, I mean, there were still certain things that that invoke, you know, hey, this is Hot Rod, you know, or this is Rodimus in, in some capacity. But um, I, I look at this... Uh, what what we've seen, you know, is what's been revealed, and I mean, granted, yes, there are some portions of it that are red, but otherwise, I look at it and I'm I'm not seeing anything that would cause me to think, 
hey, that looks like Hot Rod. I mean, you know, you look you look at Optimus Prime. <clears throat> okay, you know, uh, sure he's got flames on him and and this and that, but you have windows on the chest, you have a faceplate, you have the the blue helmet with the horns. I mean, you look, you, yeah, I mean, you you look at that and you automatically know. And he's pretty much what? the only one that that is quintessentially Optimus Prime. Yeah, my, I mean, yeah, I mean, his Optimus character. Prime. I mean, uh, uh, and, and and but looking at looking at Bumblebee, you know, at first, you know, a lot of us, you know, were, were taken aback. It's like, what what did they do to Bumblebee? You know, what, what's what's wrong with him? You know, his design is way off from what we were accustomed to in, in like Generation One. But then uh, I got to looking at it, and you know, it, it almost feels as though uh, not only had he finally matured over the years, but he finally adopted a. Uh, 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 an alt mode or a, a robot mode more reminiscent to like prowl and smoke screen you know and, where you get that and what, what, front of the chest and um, yeah the, the the doors for the wings and all that and so so once i started thinking about it like that i i can i, I kind of was able to for, forgive and move past that uh because it so heavily reminded me of like what you would see on blue streak yeah you know um so i thought that i thought that was that was kind of neat but looking at looking at hot rod i'm just I, I want to see something. I, I'm looking for something to recognize, and I'm just I'm I'm not yet I'm, unless I'm I'm missing something. Well, Maybe there's a Tekatron not- on YouTube. He says uh, the first movie, uh, and uh, and this is his opinion that the uh, the characters possess the core traits that define the original G1 characters. Uh, sure. I, I I disagree with that in the fact that Prime is more violent. Uh, yeah. And uh, uh, he's, he's, yeah, he's more violent. Uh, Bumblebee, uh, Bumblebee isn't the shy. I mean, he, yeah, he does have the shy, shyish, you know, uh, demeanor, but he doesn't speak. Uh, he's um, more brazen in the, the live action movies. Um, yeah, Jazz kind of follows uh, along the original Jazz. He's hip. He's cool. Uh, and Ironhide, uh, I agree. And Ratchet. Uh, but then you get to the Decepticons, and outside of Starscream being treacherous, you know he's he's there's not much Starscream there. Megatron isn't, you know. I, I just don't get the, the 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 core feeling from the characters as I, as I as I would. Now, that being said, I think the first movie was the closest in characterization to original characters. Uh, but beyond that, not so much. Yeah, pretty much. Um, now, let's move on to the toys, though. Uh, what were some of the most, uh, I guess you could say, uh, uh, lauded uh, toys of the uh, the movie think- eras? Especially, let's start with the first movie first. Let's, you know, I know... Uh-huh. Uh, let's go to the very first movie. What what toys, in your opinion, really stood out as good toys? I got one right here. This is the Night Watch. <laughs> this is the Night Watch version, but the 07 Optimus Prime. You like that one? Yes. Now, granted, it's screen accuracy's not there, but I I like this. Prime. It's not the best Prime in the movies. Uh, again, for all its complexity, the Revenge of the Fallen Prime is a lot better. But I still like this Prime. I still respect what they were trying to do. 
and I have to say, I love these Night Watch colors. It's it's probably not coming through very good because of the the glare, but I I can't think of very many primes that are prettier than this Night Watch color scheme. And I again, I still like this 07 mold, even though it is, you know, old by this date. It's it's still one of my I still I still proudly just I went, I bought a second one just to have it in the box for display. I, I have to say when when. You know, trying to pull together different words to describe Optimus Prime pretty is never one I would have expected. <laughs> that's that's a new one on me. Yeah, but um, for for me that that Prime, um, the rest of them, it's, it's I think I bought the Bumblebees because it was well I bought most of the movie line because I remember being at, being at a Target close to Mom's house uh, and. They didn't even know what the they didn't even know what the day of the release date. They didn't even know this stuff had a release date. They had a, they had a twelve foot section that was completely empty, and I stood there and waited for them to pull the stuff out of the back. I said, um, "Y'all's release date on this stuff is today, and I'm here to buy some of it. So could I? Could you bring something out for me to take a look at it?" They finally brought everything out and just gave me first chance, and I bought everything I wanted. At the, you know, the I, I bought you know I got, I got the Starscream and I got, you know bought the Prime and all that. Um, but a lot of the design, like you were saying, Duran, a lot of the designs were I bought them again because I was caught up in the in the hype. But looking back, they just weren't the characters. I you know I was I was. You had no emotional characters. attachment to those toys. Exactly. Those I, I still bought them. I like. I kind of like the Ratchet. Uh, I, I like the Prime. Uh, I bought the Starscream with the Gatling gun hands, which I've never bought those. Uh, just, uh, but yeah, the, the Prime is probably my favorite from the line. Uh, looking back with a bit older eyes and wishing I hadn't quite well, bought as much. I, I want to key on something you said there, Don, and that, and that goes back to our discussion on the characterization of the, uh, of, of the, of the characters in the movie in, in that the movie toys did not have the appeal to me because uh, I did not emotionally have the connection to the characters in the movie as I did, say, G1 Prime and G1 Bumblebee uh, or even for that matter, R.I.D. Prime, you know, or whatever. Uh, you know, I, I just didn't have the emotional connection to it. So uh, the, their characterization in in the movie was not so it was so far off that it just didn't didn't resonate with me, and it translated to the toys too. Uh, you know, I, I bought. I was like you, Don. I bought nearly. I think I bought everything of the very first movie. I had one of everything, yeah. Uh, and yeah, I mean, yeah. it wasn't six months later after the movie was a hype had died down. I got to sitting and I was looking at all the all the '07 movie toys, and I'm like, I don't care about any of these, mm-hmm. not a single damn one. I mean, you know, I like Blackout, I like Barricade. Uh, again, the two punishing and slave kind of, you know, it, 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 yeah, it sort of endears was... you to Barricade, and the and the transformation was was interesting. Um, if I had to pick one, Barricade would be my favorite, I would think. Yeah, but I'm looking back, like Armada, Energon, and Cybertron, I wish I hadn't bought as much those first couple of movies because, again, the attachment's not there. Uh, again, older, older, and wiser heads. Well, and and I. You know, we 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 talk about this from time to time whenever we speak about just collecting in general. Um, why I continue to 
refocus my collection and go back to my roots, you know, G1 characters. Uh, you know, everybody that is a member of the group right now knows that I'm in the middle of a massive sell-off right now, um, mainly because I'm out of work right now uh, for health issues. But I'm selling off a whole bunch of uh, figures, and the ones that I'm keeping, I'm uh, you know, I'm still going to have a decent collection. I'm keeping all of my masterpiece. All of my G1, what little that I have, and G1 characters, it's because it's something that I resonate with. I look at those characters and I feel an emotional attachment to them. Whereas newer lines, you know, it's like I might love that toy because it's a really cool toy, but I don't love it because I love that character because it's not as much, it's not as endearing to me. And I, and it and that is exactly true for the live action movies. What do you guys think about that? Well, first off, I want to say hi, Massey, back there taking a bath for all to see. He's he's over your left shoulder. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I I agree to an extent. You know, there, there have been quite a number of uh, of characters and, and figures uh, that have uh, that have been pushed out. Uh, in these different lines and that you don't really have that connection to uh, for various reasons, you know, it could be maybe they weren't in the movie or they weren't in the, in the cartoon at all. Uh, and they're, they're just a repaint just to, just to fill shelf space. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but all the same that there are still some, some of those that, that really uh, resonate with you and that just, just really pop. Um, I mean, I, I can, I can go and pick up even, like uh, Combiner War Star, or I'm sorry, Combiner War Cyclonus, for example. He is not exactly G1 Cyclonus, mm-hmm. but he has enough of the visual cues. You know, that's a buzzword there. He has enough of the visual cues uh, for Cyclonus that whenever I pick it up, in my head as I look at it, I can still hear Roger C. Carmel's voice mm-hmm. uh, speaking. You know, he he invokes enough of that. That 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 value and that meaning to me, uh, that that I would like that I like to keep that toy. You know, it's not necessarily, you know, it's not the G one toy. So if I have to part with it, that's fine. But you know, we get to the movies, uh, and yeah, there were were some great great toys in there, like Barricade. Uh, you know, the the leader Starscream that came out in Revenge of the Fallen. That was a phenomenal toy. Jet leader Jetfire, phenomenal toy. But, Still kicking myself for not picking that up. Same. That was one figure I wish I had. Yeah, and, and you so can't cool. you can't seemingly find it for under a hundred now. Yeah, yeah. It, it, I mean, it was very much. It had the uh, uh, G one Silverbolt. Uh, the the G one Silverbolt problem is in that really, if you look at it from the top down, really nice SR seventy one. Or mm-hmm. you know, realistic jet. You turn it over, and you got a box on the bottom, <laughs> and lots yeah, of robot much, parts. Yep. You know, yep. uh, but you know, sometimes but there's had, there's concessions that need to be made. He had landing gear for a cane, so it's a it's all good. We can forgive it. That, that one uh, I found a good gimmick too. I, I actually like that one. Even the I, Legends figure had the landing gear. Yeah, it did. Yep. Yeah. Now. Uh, what do you guys think? Uh, what What are your thoughts on the, just the toys in general over the course of the uh, the movies, the live action movies? 
Well, well sorry. I'll go ahead, Dom. No, no, you go ahead, man. I, 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 you, I'll, I'll go after you. Okay. Um, well, a- admittedly, I did not uh, pick up anything from Age of Extinction. Um, simply due to the fact I was, fo- I was focusing on Combiner Wars, so that had my attention. You know, uh, finally getting you know a, a, a proper uh, Computron and getting you know uh, you know all these different uh, uh, G one esque figures and teams. Um, so I, I kind of skipped over. I, I I'm looking back now. I should have picked up the Dinobots because they're just su- such interesting designs. But I, you I, I, I missed <laughs> out on them uh, overall. But to this day. Um, I still say Revenge of the Fallen has to be the one movie out of the out of the series so far that has all of my favorite favorite designs. I mean, you you've got the leader class Optimus and and Jetfire. Uh, to 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 this day, I think that's still one of the best designed movie Optimuses that we've had. Although I'm I'm more a fan of the Voyager version of that mold, uh, Battle Blades, I think it was. Yep, we got it. Right but here. but it's but it's still a, an outstanding transformation. Yeah, yeah, right there. Uh, and he yeah. had the Matrix in him. He had the Matrix in his yeah. chest. Who doesn't uh, love that? Let me, John, I, Don, I'm jealous. I am jealous. Yeah, I've, I've, oh. got the, uh, the, I've got the family mark, the uh, clear. Yes. Again, I, I'm a sucker for these crystal plastics. Uh, it's, uh, this, is the, this is the clear uh, Revenge of the Fallen Optimus Prime. I got, I got yeah. a BotCon in now, St. Charles. Now don't, don't take that out of the box. It'll turn to dust. It'll, it'll I, crack. Oh, no. It's, it's, not, it's, not, it's not ever leaving the box. It's going to be my precious. I mean, you, you, you're going to be in translucent plastic after all. You know, I've never had that problem with translucent plastic figures. I've owned many, I many, many. I've never. I mean, I yeah, either, I've had but I'm not broke, taking but... a risk with this one. Yes, don't. <laughs> basically, basically, I traded the BotCon, the beat chip that we got that year, and $10 for this. So I got a pretty good deal. Epic win. <laughs> but, you know, uh, no, Revenge of the Fallen designs, uh, I, I just I, I fell in love with a lot of them because they were so far outside the box. Well, they had uh, the, like, generally the best designs overall out of all the movies. Yeah, yeah they did. I, I absolutely think so. I mean, just look, look at the, the ice cream truck here, you know, Skids and Mudflap. That's two Transformers together, and it works. Everything fits. There, there's no kibble, you know. I mean, it looks like an actual ice cream truck. It, it is outstanding. You take the, uh, the RC bikes, you know, uh, Elita One and Chromia. You know, all three of them... You, it, you got to kind of work with it, but you know, once you get it all together, you combine it into something that looks like it could really stomp some Decepticons. Um, you know, th- these are just some outstanding designs. Uh, Demolisher, uh, like I was saying earlier, you know, uh, you've got this little bitty head of evil, like this evil face. He's got giant scoops for arms coming out, and then he has these giant wheels that are going to crush the crap out of you. No regular hands, no regular legs, just a giant mass of "I hate you" and "I will kill you." What was I the, love that? What was it? Pretty uh, much. They call the long haul the uh, the the dump truck. I... That that was long haul. Was did they call it long yeah. haul? Yeah, it was long haul. And that and I really yeah. Liked and then payload, I think, was was the was the was the yellow recolor. Yeah. Yep. I yeah. really really dug that uh, that design. That was <laughs> that I remember was awesome. one of the I first time I saw one. it. On uh, on we we saw a uh, I want to say a line art uh, mock up of it before it was mm-hmm. before the movie came out, 
and I was blown away by how awesome that design was. No, it wasn't that originally slated to to be a leader class, but they they decided to to keep it Voyager. I think it was. I, I think I remember reading about that. I forgot what it was. I'll have to look it up. Okay, I was I was thinking it was supposed to be a leader class. I I, I could be thinking of something else. The, the one thing that amazed me about this Optimus Prime, the, just the overall movie truck mode. Not counting the evasion mode, which was a which was a throwback, but the standard long nose flames added. Peterbilt, yeah, Peterbilt. How many different transformations we've gotten from yeah. that base design? Ba- same truck, same kind of robot, but how many transformations? It's it's like, oh, Hot Rod has three transformations in the animated movie. We can beat that. Mm. <laughs> lo, and be- yeah. lo and behold, they did. Pretty so much. We, we, we need you, know. you to. We need you to walk, go to the other side of town. How many different routes can you take, and still get yeah. there? Exactly. <laughs> and, it's, and, and it's like I said, same truck, same overall truck mode, same overall robot mode, but so many different ways of getting there from one to the other. Which is, which is, I think, which I was going to say this, as far as the movie toys go. A double a, a double edged sword is the complexity. We got more complicated, more involved, more unique transformations. This brick, oh pain in the I ass. can I never got Sentinel transformed. He's just sitting in a box somewhere. Well, I never owned the leader it's, class version of that, and I've I heard too many horror stories on it. Yeah. As, My shoulder clip good, broke and his arm keeps flapping. Yeah. As good as this mold looks and as pretty as all the ver- you know, I've got the black Amazon version, I've got this crystal version, I've got the Jetwing version Toys R Us had. I've I have a lot of this mold because I just love the way it looks in robot mode. But it is an absolute god awful nightmare for me to transform. And this is I the think, only version I have. Yeah. Well well, you got one of the good ones too. Yep. But but that's part of, that's part of the problem. I think we got too complex. We got innovation for innovation's sake versus does the character excuse me sorry need no, to, are we not not entertaining you? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> no. Uh coffee's Kate. I mean I've had too much. Wake coffee. him up, Massey. Wake him up. Stay off the decaf. Yeah. But uh, that, that that I think that that's the deal. I mean, we got these great books, but then you saw in uh, Dark of the Moon and Age of Extinction how we got some slightly less complicated figures, especially your Optimus, uh, especially for that that first edition Age smaller of Extinction. Scale too. Yeah, just Ooh, yeah, yeah, smaller scale. So uh, that's one thing I, I kind of I'm glad we got a little more complicated, but at the same time we uh, we also got to the point where it's like. Let's be innovative, but not that the character needs it, just to make it more complex for the older people. And it's like, um, I can't figure out how this goes. Uh, okay, it's going to sit on the shelf. I have to apologize to our listeners. In, in the case you guys are maybe picking that up in the background, I've got neighbors across the street that seem to decide now that uh, my entire house needs to vibrate through dimensions. <laughs> well, you do live near an airport. I'm surprised we don't hear airport sounds. No, it, that's actually oh. why I'm 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 literally also right next to the 465 uh, mm. highway here in Indy, uh, like the other side of the guardrail, and I I never hear traffic. <laughs> but these knuckleheads across the way, 
They've woken me up at midnight yeah. before blasting yeah. the music. Yeah, Doron, one day, one day we're going here. The white zone is for loading and unloading. No, the red zone is for unloading and unloading. Don't you tell me what the white zone is for. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But no, it, it's usually pretty quiet here otherwise. But yeah, so that's that that's that's me on the movies. Uh Dark of the Moon, the, I, I got the primes, I got some of the figures. Uh Age of Extinction. Dinobots, I bought them. Wish I hadn't. Hmm. Jim, I'll probably say you mine. I'll say you mine cheap. Uh, hey, throw, throw me a list yeah. together and you know, make me an offer. We'll, we'll, we'll haggle. I think I think the good balance of complexity and characterization in oh, the smaller figures. This yeah. is my favorite deluxe. So the side armor side is regular. Side arm side swipe. I, I think this that this is, is where. Yeah, I think this is kind of where they needed to stop with the complexity on the deluxes because it's more, it's kind of more involved, especially compared to your Dark of the Moon version. But it's not so involved that you just get frustrated and just give up. Now, this, now this is a disaster. Yeah, th- yeah, this, this, oh, God. <laughs> yes, yes. When, when you, when you sit, when you take and when you watch four different video reviews, and the instructions, and you can't get the thing transformed. There's an issue. That was my Dark and Moon Sentinel. Well, yeah. there's a, there's a trick to to Revenge of the Fallen Mixmaster. Okay, you got the cement truck, right? You just, mm-hmm. you, you, you take and grasp the, the front of the cab in your left hand, and the the barrel in the right, and you fling it as hard as you can at the nearest wall. <laughs> <laughs> Ta-da! Robot mode. Well, to me, and then say cela. Yeah. <laughs> Voila. To, yeah, to me, Mixmaster was kind of like the mock kick, because mock yes. I can never transform mock yeah. kick in one piece. So I pulled him apart at the waist, transformed each half, and then put him back together again because oh, I could never cute. get mock kick to actually transform right. But I think for the deluxes, I think I think the sidearm side swipe is a good good middle of the ground. Now I will say this: one of the best overall the best things we got from the movie lines. Two things. There during Revenge of the Fallen, we got some awesome Scout class figures. Absolutely yeah. awesome. Ransack, the biplane. Odd robot design, but one of my favorites. Well, the, wasn't that the Cyberverse that came out during Dark that, that Moon? Was Dark Moon? Yeah. Those were some Dark, uh, those okay, were some really great figures. Yeah. So, yeah those great too. complexity in a small package. So exactly. Cyberverse Prime with the 3D glasses packed in with it was actually the first uh, Dark of the Moon figure released. I still have Hatchet. Yeah. I love that little that little guy. <laughs> Hatchet, uh, yeah. definitely. And then the other line that I think the movie really nailed was Human Alliance. Mm, I think yeah. I think oh, yeah, most absolutely. of the Human Alliance the figures, uh, Jazz looks knocked, great. Jazz knocked it out of the park. Uh, I, I was able to get a sound wave uh, from eBay, uh, the Dark oh. of the Moon sound wave. Uh, he, had, you know, he's kind of weird looking in robot mode, but I still like him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bumblebee, you know, I've got Human Alliance Bumblebee. I haven't transformed him in years, but I've still got him. That's why I'm not getting the MP Bumblebee for for last night because I'm not spending eighty dollars for a movie Bumblebee, and my well, Human Alliance is just fine. If, if you want Human Alliance Bumblebee, but want an easier transformation but it's essentially the same toy just go for battle blade bumblebee yeah there you go same thing. it's it's a deluxe car and a voyager robot i mean what's not to love yeah so you know to me that this the scouts that we got so, some of the deluxes like sidearm sideswipe 
the overall the human alliance figures i think are the some of the strongest figures we've gotten from the, uh, the movie lines in general oh, yeah. dinobots were a real disappointment to me uh i don't know what i wanted from them but it wasn't what we got they, if, they hadn't, if they had went more filled out and less skeletal, I think they would have been more enjoyable. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, in, in all fairness, they were made from the, Dino- uh, the bones. Yeah. Well, do y'all remember dinosaurs? Yes. That's not not too thoroughly, but I remember them. Yeah. That's what they reminded me of was dinosaurs. You know, just too much skeletal and stuff. Stuff is like. You, you, you had a base skeleton and stuff was just sticking off of it without actually, like you said, Durham, without it being filled out and looking like a, a figure, a character. Mm. Now, but, that uh, being said, though, Scorn was pretty good. Scorn, uh, I like. Scorn is good. Like, Slog like is Snarl. not too bad. I like Snarl, but the, the green translucent plastic kind of won me over the, on him. The colors were great, but those those arms the the yeah. forearms yeah. oh god that, that enraged me there's no excuse for that whatsoever what, what um, was what was wrong with the arms they uh they uh, <laughs> just kind of you know do you have a uh, generation or uh titan return shark to con no not yet uh, I, I saw him but I, I chose okay pick back. the forearms the, uh, the forearms mm-hmm. Uh, that become like the fists, and they're also the feet for the beast mode. Yeah, just imagine that for Snarl, but on a little bit bigger scale. It just, oh, I, it does not work at all oh. for that toy. But I, uh, pers- my personal favorites from the Dinobots are uh, Scorn and Slog. Uh, I like, I like, I, I wish Slog didn't have rubbery bits. Yeah. That was the one thing that prevented me from uh, getting them was the rubbery bits. I didn't want them to deteriorate. But yeah. I do have figures that had rubber bits, but they're like slowly just like pretty much deteriorating to where it's like mm-hmm. almost non-existent. I'm like, that's... Well, I, I have the fear down the road that with, uh, with ones like Slog and the ones that's got the rubbery pieces on them that we're going to have uh i don't know if you've ever had a chance to see or handle the uh uh, monstructor or dino king the pretender shells uh how they develop uh well even some of the older rubbery pretenders like uh from on structure the the pretender shells uh over time the petroleum the oils in the petroleum uh start leaking out and form a slime that covers Mm -hmm. the toy and I'm afraid that's going to be what's what happens to the uh, to like slog, and a lot of it's going to lead to like dry rot, uh, you know, and just eventual uh, tears and breakage. So, so much much like their uh, their real life predecessors, the Dinobots may one day turn into crude oil. Hmm. Pretty much. Yeah, it's the circle of life. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, one thing I was not puddle. No, you puddle. One thing I'm going to bring up about the movies, and it does relate to the toys, but it's also, like, for example, another one of the things I like, they're not my favorites, but they're not fast action battlers. But if you remember, like, this, this oh, simple, yeah. the simple, like, junkie, you know. I is, hated it, those. <laughs> well, there's, there's, there's a lot of those that I like, like junkie, I like. The Galvatron in this size is is really nice for, for for their size and complexity, 
But I'm the thing that really made me so ill about the overall movie line, especially the last couple of years, the trade dress. It all is the same. Yeah. And, 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 and we understand how you have to have a unified theme. So when you're on the shelf, parents will know this is from the movie, which, which we uh, got. I got that. Trust me. I got that. <laughs> but there's so little differentiation between the lines within the movie category that mm-hmm. you you look down a row and you say, "Oh, great! They've restocked the deluxes." No, nope. and it was and it was these. Yeah, and it was you had you had to sort through what was your your bare your base figures from your deluxes and trying to figure out is it new is it old you know well and you and had a lot that was. That's where you had a lot of stores. Uh, the employees would get confused and stock yeah. those uh, those uh, uh, those battle changers and, or whatever they were called and the uh, deluxes uh, all on the same peg because they looked so much alike. You, I can't tell you how many times I was in my Toys R Us or my Kmart or when I went to my Walmart, whatever the case may be, and I would have to fix it because it would make me so. Your yeah. OCD uh, would, would just be firing off. Well, it's, Absolutely. It's like, it's like, yeah, it's like this stuff is not going to sell if you're having if you're having these $10 toys in the $14 slot because then we'll never get any of the $14 toys in because people, Precisely. you know, they're all clogged and nobody's buying them. Or, or they'll and, have them on the wrong pegs and not order the right ones because they think they have them in stock. Right. Pretty much. So, yep. That's that's my thing. The, the main thing is they is they, they – they dropped the ball on distinguishing within the line itself. And I'm hoping for, for, for lost night for the spinoffs and all the subsequent movies, the trade dress is a little, is, is a bit better differentiated within the movie line. The, the main way I found to tell them apart uh, on, on the fly like that, you know, is I, I too had uh, reorganized the aisles and the pegs and things uh, was the, the deluxes have that, that, slant that in, inclined uh edge on the one side yeah so so, yeah, it, so, right. it, yep. so, it, so it wasn't by the amount of dust on the top <laughs> <laughs> no no you know I, I think there's still some stores out there that may have some uh, age of extinction stuff on on the shelf i saw a small last fall at tj maxx yeah. but nothing since then my ollie's my ollie's currently the one this wave the first wave that came out that had crosshairs with that giant fist punch action, mm-hmm. my Ollie still has these. Wow. I think, I want to say it was mid-2014, my Walmart still had a Dirk of the Moon topspin on its peg. <gasps> I was like, uh, yeah. That was a good figure. It was okay. Now, I did. I did like a couple of these, Uh, uh, and for the audio listeners, I'm holding up One Step Grimlock. I, I mean, they are not fantastic toys, but if you want to have something on your desk that is a quote unquote fiddle former, this is a great toy. I mean, one you just pull his arms out and he transforms. Push his arms in and he transforms. Uh, Fun little thing, just fidget with. You know, Mm. Um, not necessarily. A great toy, not a lot of posability. Well, virtually no posability, but it's it's still fun. You know, I, that's I, what I, I liked like about the uh, the one step uh, stinger. 
seeing how that was pretty much the only singer we oh, had. He was, I, he I was, was like, pretty much a uh, uh, um, butterfly knife, wasn't he, or something? I think it was, yeah. Was it? It was. But I mean, one? yeah. But I mean, pretty much, even for a one-step changer like that, you know, just press the button and boom, here you go. I'm like, I actually still kind of like this. This is kind of cool. I mean, obviously, it's just something to like, like you said, put on your desk, maybe like a paperweight or something. <laughs> I'm like, it's still kind of cool. Uh, if you want a good paperweight, get the gravity bots. Then things yeah. were just. <laughs> oh, I had <laughs> one too. Like 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 little packets of dwarf star material. It's like, <laughs> but uh, that's one thing I was going to ask y'all as far as the movie toys go, and I want to get y'all's opinion because yeah. one thing that really upset me, and I understand you ha- you have to have toys to hit all the demographics and all the price points, mm-hmm. but my opinion is that the movies have had too much frou frou, little. Piddly. Define frou-frou. That's, that's what I am, frou-frou. Uh, little piddly things that n- I never saw anybody buy. They were on shit peg hooks forever that seemed like they were bad ideas, like the Dinobots with the riders with the sparks inside. Oh, yeah, those. You know, something like that. Burn them, uh, burn them with fire. Yeah, okay. One, I could... Peg warmers galore. yeah. And I'm just thinking, what? I mean, I know, I know what they were trying to do, and I understand that. I understand what they were trying to do, but I have to say, when we get that kind of stuff, do they not think this stuff? Do they think that all that stuff is going to actually sell? Because I mean, it doesn't do anything. It was like eight or nine dollars, and the sparks were all internal, and they barely sparked at that. Hell, my G1 monster bots bots sparked more than them things did, well, and they're that, that's thirty years that, old. That's probably due to the the safety regulations. I oh yeah, know, more than anything, it's probably probably why, why they were enclosed. And, and yeah, but it's just I, I want the movies to not do this piddly little. A lot, I, lot of filler. I, yeah, it seems like there's it's it's like Dragon Ball Z toy filler. You know, it's like. <laughs> Just to fill out the line on a bunch of trying to like, like like a shotgun approach. Let's do this. 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 Which I understand what they're trying to do, but past history has shown a lot of this stuff doesn't sell. Mm-hmm. So why dump money into or you keep making wave after wave after wave when it's clear it's not moving? Or by that point, maybe the stores have already bought it. Hasbro doesn't really care anymore. Because it's the store's inventories I, they have to deal with. Something like that, I know. But what do y'all think? I, I, I agree. that I think there's been quite a bit of filler. I mean, I could see, like, with with the first film trying to capitalize because it was it was the new big thing. It hadn't been done before in, in cinema. And, you know, they, they, were, they were pushing Bumblebee as the kid-relatable character. You had wrapping paper. You had, you know, shoelaces. Uh, you know, uh, just all kinds of different merchandise on top of the extra generic, you know, filler figures that that weren't even in the film. Um, But I don't know. After 10 years, it seems like, you know, that that buzz should have worn off and they should be able to focus more on, you know, the the, the main characters in the main main, uh, series. But... uh, 
you know, that, like you were saying, we still get the little, you know, little uh, figures that, you know, like, like nine bucks and they don't do, you know, hardly anything or, or the ones, uh, the ones that spark. Um, and I, I think th- those are like this generation's jump starters. Hmm. Those are the those Very are the nice. toys they're, you buy. They're your worse kid. than d- jump starters. Th- those are the toys you buy jump, your kid and throw in the car awesome. just to shut them up. Jump starters are awesome. Like here, you got a transformer, but it's not a good one. I don't care. Shut up. <laughs> it's like, a go-bot. Okay. Deal with it. <laughs> what do you think, Jack? Honestly, they nailed it. I can't think of anything else. Um, yeah, pretty much. That's yeah. They covered it perfectly. Now I can't think of anything else. Plus, well, just... I mean, we we've had guests on before. I, I know uh, uh, we had Eric Siebenaler, and uh, uh, we we I, I remember he was saying some of the things. I believe it was him uh, that was saying some of the things that the reasons why uh, you know you had so much filler on the shelf is that the stores were saying, okay, these movies are making a crap ton of money. Uh, we need more product on the shelf. Because if you remember the very first movie, a lot of the toys was flying off the shelf. Uh, there's some of the, uh, some of the characters I hardly <laughs> saw at all on the shelf. Uh, from, like of the from, bumblebees. Yeah. Except for yeah. bumblebees. Bumblebee was everywhere. <laughs> And, oh, and right. that was throughout the entire yeah. run of the movies, but you know some of the other characters, it was harder to find them. So, you know, the stores were demanding more product, and they had to throw something out there to to satiate these stores' demands. Well, Doran, do you, you remember what we did at RSC a couple of years ago with Operation Beehive? We were, you know, for donations for toy photographers, we were telling people. Go out and buy all the extra bumblebees and get them off the shelf if you want to make a donation to you know to, to Toys for Tots, whatever the case may uh, be. Yeah. We had that up there too. Whatever just, the case may be. <laughs> be <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, but yeah, that that it's just. I I know you got to have the filler stuff. It's just it seems like they would want to be a little bit tighter on their focus if they're if they're skimping on pain. And skipping on this and, and that to save money and because of cost and stuff, having a tighter product focus seems to me it would be a lot better than making the toys you are look worse than they could be. Yeah. Well, wasn't it around uh, Age of Extinction whenever they moved uh, principal production to Vietnam? I I think it was around that, or it might have been just maybe dark, after. maybe dark in the moon. But I mean. It, Something about that factory is like their first, their their QC has just never been up to par. It seems like because I mean, look at all the QC problems. I mean, even well, even this Titan Returns hot rod, I've got to do the. I mean, his his legs are rather loose. Yeah, and and this, and when we were talking about Titan Return a few weeks ago, this, my skull cruncher that I lifted up and just basically just. So yeah, you see all of his skull cruncher. The, he, 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 yeah, he he was just doing like you know the little little Russian dance. Da 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 da. da. You know his oh. legs just flying everywhere. Oh, yeah. I I, I picked him good. up off the shelf and his leg fell off. Wow, that's not good. Well, it doesn't have a leg to stand on. That's not good. Well, yeah, I mean you pop it on there and just rest it. You know he'll he'll rest on it. 
Or it's it, like it, Scourge, and you just move him just a little bit, and his head is like a bobblehead. It's just like what? That's the that, that's more a design what? flaw than, than anything. That the the oh. uh, the neck mount where the where you uh, attach the Titan Master is up, and there's not much around it to hold it in place. So. Hmm. But, but yeah, you I, know, I, I mean, know. the just going back to the movie, so the, uh, just the the sheer amount of product that was on the shelf, and a lot of it was just utter crap. Uh, you know, not 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 just the designs, but I mean, some of the toys, oh. like you said, those those spark battlers or whatever the hell they were called, oh. they, they were useless. I know the Walmart here in this town. Um, over the course of a year, unless they re, uh, they sold and restocked in uh, in between the times I went there, the the those spark battlers, I don't think they sold a single freaking one for an entire year. Not until they were put on the clearance aisle for deep, 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 deep discount. Yeah, prime same with all of, uh, Prime example of, uh, you know, toys, movie toys that were total crap. Protoforms. Protoform Starscream in particular. Oh, I honestly It's Transformers the Flaming Turd. <laughs> I honestly love those. I'm surprised he didn't have corn in him. I mean, you got the flame out the back. He's a giant brown lump. Yeah, it was, I mean... For a preview figure, it was it was kind of interesting. You, you were kind of you were, you were kind of trying to see where they were going. I mean, I don't really have a problem with those. It's just it it's, it seems like all the stuff they made that it was taking away from either making other stuff or making the stuff they had look better. Mm. Uh, you know, well, so over, I'm hoping simplification didn't help either. Yeah, you know, you know, I like you know Gravity Bots, you know. You know the one-step changers, these guys, deluxes, voyagers, and so forth. It's just all the other stuff that didn't really seem to have a place other than just to have movie product out, like you were saying. But it's just a waste, is what it seemed like to me. Mm. Then, then uh, you know, uh, another thing I, I, I just happened to think one thing that we're forgetting as far as the movie stuff is uh, that there was also a line between films uh, during the uh, same time we were getting uh, Generations and Reveal the Shield was, uh, you know, we, we got movie movie figures in that. Uh, I, I think I, I think it was, uh, was it Reveal the Shield? Hunt no, for the Decepticons. Uh, Hunt for the Decepticons, that's right, the yellow package. Yep. And, you know, yes, we, we got the, the Battle Blades Optimus and the Battle Blade Bumblebee, but who doesn't love Axer and Lockdown? There, there, were some, there were some clear, nice repaints. Yeah. But the, the, the Axer from that, I mean, granted, it wasn't exactly the Action Master that we all know and love, but that was a phenomenal toy. It had an amazing transformation. And, and like the uh, like the, the, the Battle Blade Bumblebee that was also in that line, it was a deluxe car, but a Voyager robot. Yeah, Battle Blade Bumblebee. Um, uh, I liked... Uh, from age from uh, from uh, age of extinction, mm-hmm. one of my favorite figures is Hound. Hound oh yeah, uh, I love yeah, it too. Ha- yeah, it was, Hound. Who's fun? Hound, you know, Hound really turned out well. With that, that particular toy. I've I've not either. Is, is he like a fat ballerina, like he said in the movie? No, he his stomach is toned down, but I think some. Really? I forgot what third party company it was, but they did make it to where they actually uh, yeah released this little mesh. Wait, uh, stomach belly so, thing. Some somebody yeah. released a third party robot gut. Yeah, 
and and, and also for those for those watching, uh, if you're familiar with, uh, I know Duran mentioned it, the Wai Zhang, mm-hmm. who did the who did that really good upscale leader evasion Optimus, did an upscale version of Hound with some diecast and a lot more show accurate, a lot more movie accuracy. So that's out there as well. And some paint, uh, some much needed and paint. paint. Yeah, yep, yeah, that does help. Uh, speaking of not enough paint, uh, Galvatron from Age of Extinction. Box on the back of a robot and no freaking pain. Yeah, I, I love the way they was able to engineer the collapsing cab. That that was very interesting. The way they got that to work with almost no backpack. But if I want Games Workshop gray, I'll go buy a Fassa figure and not paint it. <laughs> Pretty much, I, I could just imagine the instruction booklet. But uh, you know, I, I think we've uh, we've talked enough about the uh the the lines and some triumphs and failures uh from uh from pretty much every line uh what uh before we wrap up do you have any expectations uh for uh the last night before we start actually seeing uh toys on the shelf now we uh, we do know that uh we've seen the last night prime uh, which I think he's just a slightly retooled version of the AOE Prime, isn't he? The the leader one. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. No. But that could be that. Maybe that's because if something happens in the movie where we end up with a new Optimus getting a new body, or even someone say, "Oh, Optimus Prime showing up," well, that that you know they don't they wouldn't they wouldn't be showing that anytime soon because it would be a spoiler. But well, uh, it's not like it. It's not like it would ruin forever the franchise or nothing. Well, <laughs> well, you know, if, if somebody, I, I like the uh, picture or the you know, the comment somebody had on one of the. Uh, I think it was one of the dreads. Uh, somebody uh, oh, there was uh-huh. a, there was a prototype shown of that, and somebody's comment just summed it up perfectly uh, uh, for me. And it was, "I am Groot." <laughs> <laughs> the, the The one thing is that it's just. I want. Oh my God, my my thought just went out the window. It's your age, Don. You're just getting it's, it's my age. It, 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 it was an awesome, awesome observation, and I have no idea what the hell I was going to say. Well, look, <laughs> looking, uh, look, looking at what we're we're going to be getting or what's been revealed so far. I'm honestly wondering if uh, Squeaks, the, the little little Vespa scooter. I wonder if that's going to be a sleeper hit. If that's going to end up being the most awesome figure in the line, and you know, kind of like with the Skids and Mud Flap, you know, the, the ice cream truck thing, how that was a, a pleasant surprise. And, you know, it seemed silly at first, but then it, it, everybody ended up loving it. It was a surprise anyway. Well, sure, sure. I'm but, likely you know, going to pass on them all. You think so? I'm yeah. unsure. Yeah, I, I will. Oh, one other figure, uh, I would like to see them have another quality figure. Uh, Dark of the Moon Megatron in that Voyager is an awesome figure. Mm. And, yeah, and I'd be remiss to, to not, a, not mention that one. Not, not yeah. sure about the whole tarp thing, but yeah, that, that was a good figure. Yeah, at least they didn't do, do the toy with elephant shooting action, so that was always a plus. What? Yeah, there was a cut scene in which basically Megatron shoots one of the elephants in Africa that's. Oh yeah, him or I think something. it was a yeah. deleted scene or something. Okay, yeah. see, I, I I had a completely different thing. I was thinking like, like that, there was like an elephant missile or something. And just, I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm tired. 
<laughs> I can see that. Well, with that, I think uh, we've. How, uh, how, how much? With elephant he, he wants to throw an elephant at you. Ooh, that's evil. With that, I think we've beat this into the ground, guys. Uh, I think you've uh, uh, had some good thoughts here. I, uh, I hope everyone else has enjoyed the show tonight and had some thoughts along the lines that, uh, of the subjects that we've talked about tonight. Um, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm eager to see the last night in the theater, but I'm not really, you know, I don't think I'm, I don't, I don't even know if I'll see it on opening night, probably if I'm available, but, uh, the toys, I am not jonesing about at all. Uh, maybe it's just me getting all curmudgeon-y or something, but, uh, you know, that's that's how I feel on it. Um, but I think we've had some good topical discussion tonight. hope everyone enjoy, has enjoyed the show. Uh, I want to remind everybody we have a Patreon uh, going on, uh, patreon.com slash TFYLP. Uh, if you love what we do here on TFYLP and want to see us continue and help us out, uh, because it does take money uh, to do this, uh, uh, you know, we got server fees, we got, um, you know, to upgrade software, we got to upgrade equipment, uh, and keep getting better for you guys and more enjoyable. Uh, I think the, the product that we're putting out right now looks and sounds phenomenal. I, uh, what do you guys think? Uh, you know, it's, um, uh, a lot of hard work that we put into this and, uh, we thank you fans for continuing to support us and uh be there with us and thank you for everyone that uh is a part of our patreon and continues to be a part of our patreon uh patreon.com slash patreon or i'm sorry patreon.com slash tfylp uh check us out there um support us uh and most importantly if you're watching us here on youtube go down there right now and subscribe if you haven't already that's important to us uh it tells a lot of people that uh, you like us and uh, share us across all your social media platforms tell people you love TFYLP tweet us at TFYLP uh, on Twitter uh, we're across a lot of other social media platforms Instagram TFTalk.net official uh, point that out um, check, us all, uh, check us out everywhere you go and of course the Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups Slash, anybody want to guess? TFYLP? Right. Yeah. Yay! Not hard to find. Woo. Not hard to find. We got a lot of great, great members on there. Uh, thank you, everyone, yeah. for joining us tonight. Uh, Don, Jack, Jim, thank you all for joining us tonight. Good night, gang. Bye, Good night. Stay safe. Good night, everybody. Bye, Drawn's Toys. Yes, I need help. <laughs> This has been Transformers for your listening pleasure, a presentation of TFTalk.net. We'd like to thank you for listening and ask that you please rate us on your favorite podcast outlet and share us with your friends. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at TFYLP. Email us at podcast at TFYLP.com. This is Paul Lighting, and on behalf of TFYLP, we'd like to thank you again for listening. And we hope you'll join us next time for another... T-F-Y-L-P. Mm-hmm.